the Damon Runyon Theater. Once again, the Damon Runyon Theater brings you another story by the master storyteller, Damon Runyon. And this one, A Light in France. And to tell it to you, here is Broadway. Thanks. It is of a midsummer evening not so long ago that I am sitting in Mindy's waiting for my order of potato pancakes and sour cream when I feel a tap on my shoulder. Now, I am certainly not expecting gendarmes because I am a law-abiding citizen. So I look up without a care in the world. And then I wish to leave, and leave fast. I am not able to say a word to the citizen who does the tapping, because how does one open a conversation with a ghost if one meets one in Mindy? I sit there with my mouth open, and the ghost sits down and says, Your mouth is wide open, Broadway. I, you, Maury, go away. You are dead. You will not like the food here anymore. <laughs> Do I look like I am dead? I will not argue the point. I will leave. Sit down. Sit down. Take it easy. Never again. Look, Broadway, pinch me. Definitely not. Listen. I have got nothing to listen to except the sound of my steps going away fast. If I am able to move. <laughs> I am not dead. Listen, Maury, a long time ago, they find what is left of you in a ditch over in Jersey. There is quick climb in the ditch and your shoes, which are identified. The gendarme says it is you, and that is good enough for me. Now, I order some potato pancakes. When they arrive, enjoy them and give my regards to everybody who is there. Well, you listen to me. I am not dead. I never am dead, and I do not expect to be for quite some time. That is, unless... I do not see what you have got to think about. You are not dead. And would you like to hear why I am not? No, you cannot convince me. Let me try. It is a very good story. No, I will... A good story? Very good. You will like it. If I listen, will you promise to go back to being dead? <laughs> sure. I know you cannot resist this story. You settle back and let me tell you something. Naturally, it is a great shock to me to see more. Even if he says he is alive, I believe the gendarmes who identify his shoes after they pull him from the quicklime in Jersey. However, I am willing to listen to reason especially if it is surrounded by a good story. And it is very good indeed. And I will tell it to you in a minute. to the Damon Runyon Theater and the famous story, A Light in France. Well, Maury tells me that at the time people think he is deceased more than someone, he is in France, where he goes to get away from certain citizens who wish to decease him. It is in 1939 that he comes to a little town on the seacoast. A very nice place for a guy on the Lamoureux. Uh, for a citizen who wishes peace and quiet. He puts down his suitcase at a little inn there, and one night he is looking over the place when the scene is as follows. Good evening, sir. Huh? Who is that? <laughs> You're a very nervous young man, aren't you? Look, come on out where I could see you. Unless you wish me to scatter some lead in your direction. <laughs> 
to without you. Very well. Well, uh, I think you can put that gun away. Who are you? How come you speak English where there is nothing but French? Probably because it is, was, my native tongue. Yeah? You American? Well, with reservations. Uh, my name is Thaddeus Blackman. Blackman? The name means nothing to you. Blackman. Thaddeus T. Blackman. Oh, sure. <laughs> it is a small word. I've found it so, particularly when I saw and heard you this afternoon. For a moment, I was worried. I guess you were. But I fancy myself a student of, well, people. You didn't look like a policeman. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So this is where you lamp to, huh, Thaddeus? This is where I retire. Sure. What about 16 trillions of cash? I read about you, Thaddeus. You make a nice score, and the U.S. government would like to ask you some questions. Which I am in no position to answer. I guess not. I do not know the legal lingo, but... Uh... It was called embezzlement. However, I was not at fault. Uh, but the officials, you understand, would not understand. Officials are very official and narrow-minded. Precisely. And since you seem to know that, I take it you, too, uh, have had encounters with law and order? Darius, you put it fancy, but there is more truth than poetry. <laughs> Good. We shall get along splendidly. Now, have you a match for my pipe? Sure. Here. Thank you. Someday I will invent a pipe that does not go out. In which case, you will make a fortune. Well, shall we take a walk? So Maury and Thaddeus become very friendly indeed because they have a lot in common. Then it comes up the next day. Maury walks inside the little inn and sees Thaddeus sitting at a table talking to a doll. And the scene is as follows. Hiya, Thaddeus. Nice morning, huh? Good morning, Maury. Sit down. Thanks. Maury, I want you to meet Marie. Marie, this is Maury. How do you do, monsieur? She talks English. I taught her. Ah, oui. Monsieur Blackman, he teaches me the English. Someday, maybe I'll go to America, oui? Why not, doll? Hmm. I think you'd get along. Yeah. I think you would. Uh, Marie. Oui? I'm all out of matches for my pipe. Would you mind? Certainly. Yes. I will be back in a presently. Marie is a lovely girl, Maury. Thaddeus, I have got eyes. So I noticed. Meaning what, Thaddeus? I've grown very fond of Marie. Oh, no poaching, huh, Thaddeus? I'm afraid you misunderstand, Maury. Marie runs the inn. She's been very kind to, to an old man who at times becomes very lonely. Sometimes... Even tired of living. With all the dough you got, you are tired of living? Maureen, there are certain things money won't buy. <laughs> That's trite, but sometimes the trite and hackneyed things are the only truth. Do you know what I'm talking about, Maureen? Not yet. Proceed. Marie, for example. I've come to look upon her as a daughter. I love her, Maureen. You are a funny guy, Thaddeus. But you understand. Sure. When I was a kid, I owned a teddy bear. Every place I go, I take the teddy bear. I remember that fuzzy little thing even now. Sometimes I wish I still have it. It is like, um, like... A uh, symbol of what you had when you were a kid. Sure, that is right. Marie is a sort of teddy bear to me. 
see? Yeah, Tedious, I see. Okay, we will leave it at that. And that is the way it stands. From what Maury tells me, this Marie is a very classy doll indeed. But Maury makes no play. Meantime, he and Thaddeus get more and more friendly. Then it comes up one day when Maury is in his room. Suddenly, the door opens. Reach your way up, Maury. Well, well, well. Mike's the mugger. Yeah. Brother, I chase you all over, Maury. Uh-huh. You'll give me a lot of trouble. Well, little Jim and Tilt says to me, Mikey says, go find Maury, I find you. Sure, you find me. So? I got a job to do, Maury. I got nothing against you, but business is business. How much? Uh-uh, uh-uh, kid. I, I got to go back to the States, and I got to tell little Jurandil that I get you. So? Tell him. I got to tell the truth, Maury. Otherwise, someday somebody finds out you're still kicking, and then little Jurandil would say to me, Mike, why do you lie to me? So, I got to protect myself. Yeah, Sure. It's always puzzling to little Jirondel how you get away, Maury. He sends you out with Turkey Joe, but Turkey Joe does not come back. They find my shoes. Sure, sure. But they do not find Turkey Joe. Little little Jirondel is smart. He says nothing to the cops, but he says to me, Mikey says... Find Maury. I find you. Understand, Maury. I got nothing against you. This is a business proposition. Come in. Murray, have you heard that... Shut oh. that door, Pop. Get over next to him, Pop. Murray, what, what is this? <laughs> the kiss-off, Thaddeus. Pop, you're coming an awful bad time. Now, if little Girardol is here, he would say, Mike, you're not going to... He will tell you, Thaddeus, that business is business. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this strikes him funny. Cut it out, Thaddeus. Oh, you don't understand, neither of you. Uh, you, whatever your name is. Mike. Very well, Mike. <laughs> I'm afraid you're too late. Huh? If you go downstairs and look in the street, you'll see the town is full of French soldiers. No one can get in or out. I'm afraid this will be awkward for you, Mike. Soldiers? Uh, what do you mean? I cannot get out. Mike, a war has just started. War? War? Yes, it's come. France and Great Britain have declared war on Nazi Germany. I'm afraid, gentlemen, we're trapped here. What Thaddeus says is true, and it saves Maury's life for the time being. Mike does not wish to take the chance because it seems he hears of the French gendarmes, who Maury tells me are really cool gendarmes. Also, he learns that in France, they cut off your head instead of putting you in the hot seat. And Mike considers this a repulsive way to die. So he holds off. Then, one day, the scene is as follows. <laughs> An interesting situation, isn't it, Maury? Mike? What are you laughing about, Thaddeus? Three rogues. Three consciousness rogues. I am not a rogue. Oh, but you are. And so am I. I'm wanted as an embezzler. Maury is wanted by someone called Little Gerandel, and you're a hired killer. Yeah, it is funny. Yeah, I do not see a thing to laugh about. We are here for months already. Little Gerandel will worry. Trapped by a huge, vicious war. A little tiny war in the midst of a wholesale carnage. Uh, the situation has its humor. You see, I... 
That is Marie. Yeah, yeah, and running. Something's wrong. Something's happened. Here, Marie, up here. <laughs> Take it easy, John. What is the matter? Marie, look at me. What's wrong? Germans? What about them? Well, well, well. What happens now? Gentlemen, you think you're gangsters? Unless I miss my guess, the Nazis will come here. They'll want this harbor. Then, <laughs> whatever you've seen up to now will be as child's play. Thaddeus says that, and they look at each other. Maury will not leave there, and Mike cannot go unless he gets Maury, and Thaddeus is stuck, too. Well, what happens later is quite a strange tale, and I will tell you about it in a minute. Damon Runyon Theater and the famous story, A Light in France. Like Thaddeus says, it is not long before the Nazis move in and take over. The place swarms with them. Then, one day, about a week after they are there, Maury and Mike get a little surprised. They are taken to an office. And there, the proceedings go as follows. Sit down, boys. Sit down. Mike, look who it is. Well, Alfred, it is Vassikov. Vassikov. Well, he, he runs Hoochin for little Gerento in the old days. I have the honor to serve the Reich and the Fuhrer. I am head of the Gestapo here. Well, knock me over with a sash weight. Okay, Vassikov, what is the pitch? Why are we here? I found out about you the first day I was here. You, uh... You wish to leave here, yes? No. Yeah. You do not wish to leave mine? No. Well, that is peculiar. Why did... Oh. <laughs> I think I see Mike and Maury. Wait a minute. Can you get me out of here, Vasikov? Maybe. But it costs money. <laughs> Same old Vasikov. Always looking for a fast buck. Look, I will tell you something. I advise you to leave while you can. For consideration, I can arrange it. Later, it will not be so easy. Why not? We are neutrals. We can leave any time we want to. I tell you, later, it will not be possible. Why not? Dumb cop, believe me when I tell you. Listen, Vasikov, how much do you want? Three hundred dollars. <whistles> that much, huh? That much. <laughs> oh, I do not know why I bargain with you. I could just... And who would know? Well, you play a nice game, Vasikov. I do not play games. I will give you until tomorrow. That is all. If you do not decide by then, well, uh, <laughs> you have until tomorrow. So Maury and Mike go back to the inn. There they see Thaddeus, and they tell him what goes on. Thaddeus thinks for a minute and then says, You say Vasakov said it wouldn't be possible for us to get out later? That is what he says. Uh-huh. What are you thinking about, Thaddeus? Come outside with me. What for? Come on. 
What is the idea, Thaddeus? We are alone in there. Listen. Watch. Just listen. What is that? Construction work. So? Today I watched laborers come into the village. Hundreds of them. And loads of concrete and steel. They're building a submarine base in the harbor. Sure, sure. Subs. A perfect spot for them. Once they're built, we'll never get out. But this Vasikov, can you trust him? Him? Oh, not very far. But he wants money. Offer him more than the 300. Why? Tell him to get us a boat, gasoline. Once we get to the channel, we can get to England. Sure, sure. What do you say, Maury? What do you say, Mike? Look, little Jerry... Skip it. I guess I would rather take one of your slugs than one of theirs. So they make up their minds to take Vasikov's offer. And Vasikov says he will arrange everything. Then it comes up one night, and the three of them are going back to the inn when they hear something. That is Marie. Come on. Cut it out, Vasikov. Get out. Get out! Oh, Mr. Mr. Blackburn. You always do like the James Vasikov. Are you all right, Marie? It's all right. Maybe you better beat it, Vasikov. I give orders here. You remember that. Keep your paws off this kid. <laughs> she has a brother in a concentration camp. All I do is offer to help him. That is all. Oh, that is all. Eh? What else? And you will remember that one word from me, it will be too bad for you. Herr Vasikov, don't touch this girl ever again. <laughs> we'll leave that up to her. Maybe she wishes to help her brother. Maybe. Listen. Wayne's. English airplane. Quick, the light. Put them out. You're scared, Vasikov. Put them out. I'll kill you. Put them out. Better put them out, Maury. Sure. And after you do, stand at the window against the moonlight. Hurry. Now, stand still. <laughs> Stupid animals. <laughs> they pass right over the base. One little light <laughs> to show them the what? way and... What did you say? Nothing. Nothing at all. I warn you. If anyone so much as lights a match, he will be shot without question. May I light my pipe? Now? Yes. <laughs> I will go now and... Gentlemen, what we have discussed has become more expensive. Well, a couple more nights go by. Vasikov says it is hard to get hold of a boat and gasoline, but finally he tells Thaddeus, Maury, and Mike that he arranges it, and that the boat will be in a little cove waiting for him. Now, Maury and Mike do not trust Vasikov, so they decide to do a little looking around. They wait until it is dark, then they sneak past the guards and get to where Vasikov says the boat is. See anything, Mike? Yeah, there is a cove, all right. Any boat? I cannot see them here. Listen, the English bombers again. Boy, what they could do to that base with a couple of nice eggs. Sure, and all we gotta do is stand up and light the way and get shot down. Mike. What? Would you do it? Do what? Tip the limeys. You're crazy. This is not my war. I do not start it, and I do not wish any part of it. 
I am just thinking of that kid Marie and Besser Cup. Well, stop thinking about it and sneak down to the cove and look for that boat. Yeah, I will be right back. Sure. Uh, wait a minute. Well, Mike, do you smell something? Hmm? Smell anything? Like what? Take a good sniff. There is some kind of a smell. Yeah. Mike, you work for little Girondelle. So? So does Bassett Cup a couple of years ago. You are crazy. What are you talking like? Take another whip. You know, it, it smells exactly... Sure. Maury? Vasikov. Come on, we will go back and tell Tavius. Understand, if Vasikov got the boat for us and these, these, these tins of gasoline, why should he do what you say he's going to do? Simple like ABC, Tavius. He takes the dough from us. Let's us make a break for it in the boat, then has us rubbed out. All he has to do is scream to the gods along the coast, and boom, we are cooked, and he is a big hero. You see, Thaddeus? Yes, I do. And he gets rid of us altogether by... I got another idea. Got anything around here that can open one of them gas cans? Why, Mike? I just think of something. Here's a knife. Uh-huh. Now watch. <clears throat> I remember in the old days when Casa covers were on hooch. There's a trick. <clears throat> there. It smells like gasoline, but like they water hooch in the old days, this gas is watered. Well, well, old Vasikov thinks of everything. Will the boat run on that? Not good. If anybody chases us, we got no chance but watered gas. Well, gentlemen, it looks as though Vasikov is not such a Vasikov after all. Maury, got any ideas? Yeah. Wait for him. Play it dumb. And take him along with us. So they wait for Vasikov to show up later that night. He does. It is around midnight when he comes in. He looks at him for a couple of seconds, then says... Everything is ready. The boat is in the cove. The gasoline is here. Could not get it to the boat by day, but it can be carried at night. Uh, Vasikov, we are thinking that maybe you should go through the village with us, just in case we are stopped, which we will be. Of course. I take you in my car. It is a pleasure. I guess it is. Uh, one more thing, Vasikov. Marie is going with us. What? Oh, no. That is not in the bargain. It is now. She will stay here. I'll pay you a thousand dollars. No, for that I will not bargain. Why, you must think of a poor brother in the concentration camp. If she leaves here, I will not be able to help him. It would break our heart. Nuts. I got enough. Maybe you think we do not tag you for a double-crosser, huh? Water, gasoline. Get away from me. Here, take it. You. I, I, I fix you for this. Listen. The English bombers again. The lights put them out. I said put them out. I shoot. Do it. I'll get them. I will shoot the first one who moves. You know, all those bombers need is one light by the harbor to see what's going on. One light. <laughs> but there is none. Put out that match. My pipe keeps going out, but I have a better idea. Here, Vasikov, catch it. Ah! Holy mackerel, he is on fire. He is burning like a torch. That is pretty good gasoline after all. Vasikov, run. Run for the harbor, the water. It is your only chance. Run for the water. Look at him go. He lights up the whole street. Listen. Listen, the bomber's coming back. Vasikov is taking those bombers right to the harbor. I think it's too late for them to shoot out of it. Did, 
did it work? Hey, we forgot about Thaddeus. You all right, Pop? I... I'm all right. Now. You are hit, Thaddeus. Yeah. Thaddeus, you certainly cook our chances of getting out of here. Sorry. Uh, I guess not. Try. Try to get away later. Take Marie. Sure, Thaddeus. Sure. But what about you? I... I think I'm going to stay here. Uh... Well, that does it, Maury. Yeah. Looks like his light is out. Yeah. But, brother, what a one he lights in France. So that is the story Maury tells me so far. But it is not ended. And what the payoff is, I will tell you in a minute. Maury gets up to where the English bombers wrecked the Nazi submarine base, and old Thaddeus does a permanent thing. Then, Maury says to me, So, we get Marie and we go to the cove. There is so much excitement in shooting that nobody sees us. Yeah, I see that, but uh, what happens to you and Mike and Marie? Well, Marie is back in France now, and Mike and me enlist in the RAF. We are in for the rest of the war. We pass over the little village quite a few times, and we always look down on Thaddeus. Does not Mike wish to put the slug on you? We hear that little Girondel is uh, taken care of over here. So Mike figures that a deceased cannot hold him to a contract. So that is that. Yeah, that is that, yeah. But, uh, Maury, what is it that makes you figure Vasikov is going to double-cross you? The smell, Broadway, the smell, I tell you that. What smell? Oh, well, remember I am supposed to be rubbed out by Turkey Joe? Yes. In fact, they find my shoes in quicklime in Jersey. So? Well, when I see what Turkey Joe is going to do, I object. There is an argument. He loses. I put my shoes on his feet because mine are a little worn anyhow. This explains everything that goes on in Jersey. Look, once you smell quicklime, you never forget it. I smell it that night in France. That is the way Bassett Cup is going to get rid of us and leave no trace. Because we are neutrals and he wants no trouble. Oh, I see. Well, i got to be running along now. I have got to see the district attorney. Huh? You are going to the DA? Sure. I wish to start with a clean slate. I will plead self-defense, and it is. Anyway, I'm supposed to be dead. Maybe the DA will be glad to leave it that way. famous Damon Runyon story, A Light in France. Listen in again next week for The Damon Runyon Theater.
The Damon Runyon Theater with John Brown as Broadway is directed by Richard Sandville, and the story is adapted for radio by Russell Hughes. Vern Carstensen is in charge of production. This is a Mayfair production. <laughs>